0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show. This is Chuck Smith and I'll be walking you through today's action from the Bayern Munich win over Werder Bremen. Obviously, it was a very impressive effort from Bayern over a very game Werder Bremen squad. Uh, Werder Bremen definitely came into this looking to actually play with Bayern. But the Bavarians were just too strong on the day. It was a thoroughly dominant dominant offensive and defensive effort. Let's just get right to the action and walk through how things progressed over the course of the game. Uh, Byron started out really strong. Uh, I thought the lineup that Hansi Flick sent out uh, with Serge Gnabry and Kingsley Coman uh, working the wings Uh, really clicked early on. Uh, There was a lot of creativity offensively. Byron was creating a lot of pressure, and Werder Bremen at times looked overwhelmed. In the 22nd minute, uh, Byron scored their first goal off of a corner in which Thomas Muller was able to deftly flick a ball over to Leon Goretzka, who headed home the ball authoritatively, placed it perfectly. It was a a great way to get a 1-0 lead on a a Werder Bremen side that at that point still felt like they were in the game. But quickly that all changed because once Goretzka's goal went in, uh, Bayern ramped up their efforts even more and Werder Bremen just could not get things going. The game had progressed up until the 35th minute when some fantastic interplay from Robert Lewandowski and Joshua Kimmich ultimately led the ball to being on Thomas Muller's foot who deftly threaded a pass to Serge Gnabry for a 2-0 lead. It was Muller's second assist. Gnabry clearly uh, had a good idea of what was going to happen once the ball got to Muller and made a nice little run and was able to deposit the ball in the back of the net. A 2-0 lead for Bayern, and that is the way it would go into halftime. Uh, (laughs) Funny enough, the entire second half seemed to be one unlucky opportunity for Robert Lewandowski after another. Whether it was the crossbar post, uh, Yuri Pavlenka, or whatever, Lewandowski could not find a way to put the ball into the net. It looked like at times he was on course for two or three goals in the second half. But ultimately, he got one in the 67th minute. Uh, There was a deflection off of a Werder Bremen defender. Went right to Lewandowski, who is almost always in the right place at the right time. Lewandowski just deposited the ball into the back of the net very calmly. Got his goal, his 32nd of the Bundesliga season, which places him just eight away from Gerd Müller's record. Uh, Gave Bayern a 3-0 lead. Everything was looking great for Byron at that point. The starting 11 had really clicked, and they had essentially locked down Werder Bremen uh, just with their defensive formation, discipline, and pressing. Unfortunately, in the 79th minute, Hansi Fleck made some subs. Uh, brought on Leroy Sané, Eric Maxim, Chupo Moting. Mark Karoka and Jamal Musiala. And at that point, the team had kind of lost a bit of their discipline and their shape on defense. It left some openings. And, of course, Werder Bremen eventually broke through. Uh, coincidentally, it was after Buna Saar came on, but Sar couldn't be blamed for this one. Uh, Milo Rashica found himself on a break. Manuel Neuer made the initial save, but Nicholas Fulkrug was there to put the ball in the back of the net in the 86th minute, and that gave... Uh, That cut the lead to 3-1 for Bayern Munich, and that's the way the game would end. Uh, It was overall just a very, very impressive effort from Bayern. Uh, Like I said, when they had the uh, initial starting 11 in the game, Bayern was rarely tested, and they were just, again, thoroughly dominant. I was really, really impressed with the creativity, the runs off the ball, the willingness to pass. That was all great stuff to see offensively. Defensively, Byron was, they were just in lockdown mode. For as potent as Rashica and Josh Sargent can be at times, they really had trouble against the Bayern defense. And some of the discipline issues we might have seen earlier in the season with the high back line getting a little too aggressive, they weren't there today, up until the end of the game anyway. Uh, Byron had really done a good job of containing the threat of players like Rashica and Sargent and Max Eggestein. And really limited the opportunities that those players had. Uh, I think that you could really look at this game as kind of a case study in what tremendous team defense looks like. It wasn't just the back line that was excellent; it was the entire team that contributed contributed into containing Verter Bremen on the day. And with that back line, I think you have to really credit Alfonso Davies and Benjamin Pavar on the outside. I know. Statistically, they might not have had great games, but overall, the way they held their shape and contained uh, the Werder Bremen counterattack was just really fantastic. I think it was a good effort from Pavar and Davies. You know, Those are two players that have been a bit up and down at times this season, and they handled it well from a center back perspective. Uh, Luca Hernandez and Jerome Boateng both were pretty solid. I know Boateng had a couple of questionable challenges there that could have potentially went the other way. But overall on the day, you have to credit them with being able to withstand Werder Bremen's offensive pressure when they had it and really just overall limiting the opportunities that Werder had. I, it was really, really impressive from the back line. But I can't—I really don't think you can put so much credit on the back line without mentioning how much that Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka controlled the midfield. Uh, when the six players were all functioning as a unit, that back line and those two members of the double pivot, it was a really superior effort that that just saw Bayern take over the game and really not let go control of it. I was super impressed with the, the way that those six players in particular functioned as a unit and really just asserted themselves onto the game. Now, uh, From an offensive perspective, I mean, obviously, Goretzka had the nice header goal. Gnabry got back on track with another goal, and Lewandowski finally got his goal. But you have to look at the day that Thomas Muller had. He assisted on the first two goals, and to be honest, he had several other chances that he created that could have been converted. I mean, he was really all over the field. I think, you know, we always talk about the hashtag Muller Mafia and how Muller is just... uh, Not just incredible in how he sees the field, but his unselfish play. And it gets to the point where at times, especially at the end of the game, I was really just kind of rooting for him to start to pull the trigger on his own. He had almost gotten to the point where he looked like a point guard in basketball that was just looking to break some kind of assist record for the game. He had his eyes on his teammates and was creatively finding ways to get them the ball for the entirety of the contest. Uh, it was just really a, another fantastic effort from Thomas Muller, and to think that that Carlo Ancelotti and Nico Kovac were were two guys who I, I consider smart footballing minds, and they they essentially gave up on Muller, and to see where he's at now compared to where he was in the depths of of his time under Ancelotti, especially, it, it's really incredible. And to anybody that wrote him off, you, you clearly did not know who he was as a player, who he was as a person, and the kind of determination that he has. And just overall, what his value is to any team that he's on. I mean, We could harp on you know, Germany and Joachim Love's decision to, to drop Muller for days and days and days. But if you can't see the value of what this guy brings to the pitch every time he goes out there, you're really not watching. He is such an integral part of the Bayern Munich effort And what Hansi Flick trusts him to do is just nothing short of spectacular. Muller is counted on to, to press. He's counted on to create offense for others. He's counted on to be a goal scorer. He's counted on to defend. This is a player who I don't think Flick could put any more responsibility on. He is literally accountable for everything. And he takes it, he shoulders it, and he just continues to perform Another excellent effort from him. I think if you're Hansi Flick, if you're the Bayern board, you have to be looking at what Muller is doing at this point. And you have to be thinking to yourself, is this guy even slowing down a bit? He is better now than he was two years ago. And that bodes really, really well for Bayern Munich's title hopes as we get to the stretch run of the season, not only in the Bundesliga, but in the Champions League as well. And one of the players that, that benefited from a lot of Muller's creativity today was Lewandowski who was just a a hard luck performer. He was a bit snake bitten today. I, I would say this was a a really really good effort from Lewandowski and I know people will will harp on the fact that he only got one goal when he probably could have had four or five, but Yuri Pavlenko was was just really outstanding at times for Werder Bremen in net, particularly against Lewandowski. I thought Pavlenko sort of had Lewandowski's number and a lot of times when Lewandowski was able to beat Pevlanka, the Posts uh, did a good job of picking up for Pevlenka and keeping Lewandowski out of the back of the net. Uh, eventually, though, it was good to see Lewandowski break through. He kind of had a bit of a lucky one after the ball deflected off Goretzka and then a Werder Bremen defender, who I, I think it was Augustinsson, but I'm not positive on that. Either way, Lewandowski, right place, right time, deposits the ball in the back of the net, got his goal, and you could tell that was just like, I don't know, 10,000 pounds being lifted off his broad shoulders there. You could really see that he it, he just felt a little bit of... Uh, I don't know, relief after that because he had had so many chances. And for a player that's so close to Garb Muller's record, you'd hate to look back at this game and think about, wow, wow, if I could have just put one or, one or two more of those in, uh, maybe that would have made a difference. So hopefully those opportunities don't come back to bite Lewandowski. But I think overall you really have to be happy with his effort, even if he wasn't as successful in scoring as you would like. He really did a tremendous job in drawing the attention of the Werder Bremen defense. Once again, he was all over the field. He got wide. He got deep. He was ahead of the play at times. He was just one of those players that, that you had to account for on the day. And his presence on the pitch alone just created so much space for everyone else. Just overall in the game, I looked at this as, as a game coming in, and I had predicted a 4-0 final score for Bayern. I just had a feeling that Byron was going to come into this and dominate. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, one of the areas that I thought Byron could really control was in the midfield. And once again, Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka, they made me look kind of smart because they were excellent on the day. Again, statistically, I'm not even going to say that they're going to look like they were the most impressive players but it's how they played the position how they were defensively how they saw the field how they were able to gamble up at the right times and create offense you really can't account for that numbers alone don't define who those two players are and what they bring to the table I think that's so so important to what Hansi Flick wants to do and how he wants to play those two players are just so so important and I think that. They keep building on efforts like this, and they keep getting better together. I mean, this is a this is a, a double pivot that could go down in the annals of Bayern Munich history. I mean, these players are good. They play off of each other well, and they're both able to contribute both offensively and defensively. And I think that's what separates them from so many other midfielders across the globe. These two have the capability of being special together. And And while you can acknowledge some other great midfielders in the world... How many other midfielders have a partner like Kimmich or Goretzka could claim to have? And if you count Muller as a midfielder, which is always up for debate in the Bayern Munich crowd, I mean, think about that threesome, right? I mean, Muller, Kimmich, Goretzka. Is there any better threesome of midfielders right now? I don't think so. And I haven't thought anything other than those three being the top trio for a long time. It's just such an advantage for Hanzi Flick to have entering every game to know that you're probably going to control the midfield, that they're probably going to be able to contribute offensively, and that they're going to be solid and control the pace of the game defensively. So, again, excellent effort from them. And one other thing I'd like to touch on, uh, I had thought coming into this game that that Leroy Sané was going to, going to get the nod again. Out wide, But Hansi Flick, as he always does, keeps us guessing. And you can't really get a good read from week to week what he's thinking or who's going to play. Uh, Sané had strung together some really impressive performances. And in the end, you know, uh, Flick pulled the trigger and pushed the right buttons again. I mean, Gnabry came and he had a goal. I thought Kingsley Coman was very effective early on. Again, I use the word disruptive with Coman all the time, but... That is what he was. He created a lot of issues for Werder Bremen's defenders, and he was someone who had to be accounted for at all times. And, again, the two wings worked well together. Toward the end of the game, I think Coman hit a bit of a wall. Maybe the uh, heavy schedule caught up to his legs a bit. He seemed to lose his focus there toward the end of his stay out on the pitch. And Sané came in, and, and you know, he turned in a, a decent effort when he was out there. But... Uh, just overall, you got to be happy with the play of all three wings on the day. Flick is going to have some tough choices to make. obviously one of those players is going to be unhappy just about every week in having to rotate out of the starting uh, starting lineup. but you know you have to trust Flick at this point to manage that effectively, keep those players happy and productive and there's no reason to think that he can't do that. I think that uh one of the the big Kind of responsibilities Flick will have is to manage that situation and get the most out of those three players. All three are supremely talented, all three are very fast, all three make a huge impact on the field, but can he keep them motivated and into what the team is working for when they're going to have to sacrifice some some of their own personal games so I'll be you know fascinated in watching that and seeing how it all plays off but on the day, Hansi Flick, he pushed all the right buttons. He got a great effort from his team, and, uh, and it was just a very, very impressive three-one victory. Uh, I was watching that, and kind of in amazement at the creativity that Byron had showed offensively, and just the just the overall effort they had put out in locking down Werder Bremen's offense. Uh, they really just took the game to Bremen and did not let up until the very end, when they got a little bit sloppy with their defensive shape and positioning so you have to be happy if you're a Bayern Munich fan I think you look at this one uh, you pat yourself on the back maybe you have a beer to celebrate and then you're getting ready to move on so thanks to everyone for joining us joining us in this this is this has been Chuck Smith you can always get me at the barrel blog on Twitter you can always read me every day at BavarianFootballWorks.com and if you could give my guy Tommy Adams a shout over at the at Bavarian FB Works Twitter account. Give him some props for the effort he puts out on every game and keeping you guys up to date with his live tweets. I, I always get a kick out of him and what he's able to come up with on those. And that's really one of the more underappreciated facets of what we do as a website. So uh, give Tommy some credit. The guy does a great job. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the game. Uh, be responsible on your celebratory beers today, and we will see you next time.